Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 1996's The Nutty Professor. Alright guys, Nutty Professor, 1996. i like to start off with how I saw this movie as a child. Uh, this is one of the few movies that I saw in the theater. We didn't go to the movies very much. That's the short end of that story. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a remake of a 1963 film, uh, which starred Jerry Jerry Lewis in the lead. This film was directed by Tom Shadiak. I hope I'm saying that right. Who also directed uh, Ace Ventura Peck Detective, Liar Liar, and Patch Adams. Otherwise known as future episodes if I watch this as an adult. So, like, those movies will probably be coming soon. He also directed something called Frankenstein The College Years. Which intrigues me. I may watch that. Um, this movie doesn't really have a, 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 a big cast. Uh, Eddie Murphy stars as... A whole cast of characters, but mainly as the overweight, lovable professor, Sherman Clump, and his alter ego, Buddy Love. Uh, Jada Pinkett co-stars as his love interest, Carla Purdy, who's another uh, professor at the college that he works at. Like I said, this movie really doesn't have a big cast because Eddie Murphy is most of the cast. Uh, <laughs> It's Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy, uh, <laughs> which I'm not going to knock Eddie Murphy for that because like I've always admired Eddie Murphy's character work. It's like any character that he plays, he just gets lost in it. You put makeup on Eddie Murphy's face, you put Eddie Murphy in a bodysuit. And you're going to lose Eddie Murphy. You're not talking to Eddie Murphy anymore. You're talking to that character. That's who you're talking to. Uh, I'm most impressed with uh, the way he plays uh, the lead character, uh, Sherman Clump. Because he plays Sherman Clump with just such heart and like such humility. Uh, that you like, like I said, you get he gets lost in that character. You forget, you forget that that's Eddie Murphy. It was like, that's not Eddie Murphy. That's Professor Sherman Clump. You know, I actually remember going back, I actually remember uh people talking about people talking about the production of this movie. Uh I was watching some show. I don't know if it was like uh Access Hollywood or Inside Edition or something like that. It was like, I think it was like one of the news shows. Anybody remember hard copy? Uh I don't think anybody remembers hard copy. I think hard copy gets mentioned in the Nutty Professor, which is funny enough. There's something I think there's somebody that say, "Hey, I'm like I'm gonna put you a hard copy or something like that." It was some some crazy shit, but like I think it was like a hard copy or um, look up hard copy, kids. Look up hard copy, um, or like Inside Edition or something like that. Where like they were talking about Eddie Murphy gaining weight or something like that. It's like this. This is Eddie Murphy, unrecognizable. It looks like he gained 400 pounds. <laughs> and it was like, everybody's like, oh shit, Eddie Murphy got fat. 
<laughs> I remember that. I remember when I was a kid, people really thought Eddie Murphy got fat. And it was like, look at Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy got fatter than a motherfucker. It was like, <laughs> I remember that. Like, people actually thought that Eddie Murphy got fat. And then realized, oh, it was it was for a movie, and he really didn't get fat. It was a bodysuit and prosthetics. You know, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it, he didn't, like, eat a whole bunch of, like, fucking Krispy Kreme. I don't know if Krispy Kreme was around in 1995, but, <laughs> like, he didn't eat a lot of, like, Dunkin' Donuts and uh, McDonald's and Burger King. <laughs> You know, and uh, Pizza Hut and all this shit. He didn't eat to get himself that fat. It's all prosthetics. But like I said, love them as Professor Sherman Comp. He plays he plays that character with such fucking heart, man. That character has such a big heart. Uh, probably from uh heart congestion, but he has such a big heart. Uh, uh, the clump the clump family scenes are like the highlight of this movie. Uh, he plays, he plays four of the, is it four? He plays four of the clump members, clump family members. Uh, cause he has, he plays his mother, he plays the father, he plays his brother, Ernie, which I'll get into in a little bit. And he plays the grandmother, which another character that he loses himself in. A lot of people didn't even think that that was him as the grandmother. It was like, that can't be him as the grandmother. It was like him as the old Jewish man in um, uh, Coming to America. People didn't think that was Eddie Murphy as the old Jewish man in the barbershop. They was like, that can't be Eddie Murphy. That's gotta be, they hired some white man. They were like, that's some white man in there. That ain't, that ain't Eddie Murphy. Same thing with the grandmother. It was like, they, they hired a real old lady uh, to be, to be, uh, the grandmother, they that can't be Eddie Murphy in a granny suit. That's Eddie Murphy in a granny suit, and then you saw the uh they they did like the end credits and he took he took like the fucking wig off and shit. He was like, oh yeah, that is Eddie Murphy. But <laughs> like so good, he's so fucking good. He's so fucking good at character work and at uh imperson and at, like impersonating people and just these impressions. Like he's. Nobody can hold a candle to him today. Like, like no one can hold a candle to Eddie Murphy when it comes to goddamn impressions and and, 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 and losing yourself in a character. Because even um, I shouldn't be giving this away because uh, this would probably be good for like the coming if like whenever I review coming to America. But you guys probably won't remember this in like six, seven months or whatever. I, whenever I review coming to America. <laughs> Uh, you guys probably won't remember this, but John Amos had an interview where uh, he said that there was a guy that came up to him and like the guy, I think it was like he was supposed to be like a homeless guy and the guy asked him for some, some changes or shit and he was like rude and like John Amos was like, hey buddy, what's wrong with you? What's your problem? Right? And he didn't know it was Eddie Murphy. Like Eddie Murphy stayed in character the entire time i think that's what they say that like every time he was in character every time he was he's like he was in like one of these like he was in a bodysuit and prosthetics and shit like that you weren't talking to eddie murphy you were talking to that character and like that's how good that's how dedicated 
Eddie Murphy is the character work, and I love it. Uh, Jada Pinkett is here. <laughs> Jada Pinkett is just here. <laughs> Jada Pinkett is just there to be eye candy. And I was just thinking about her. I was just thinking about Jada Pinkett and her role in this. And just thinking about black women in the 90s, black actresses in the 90s. I was like, and I was just thinking about like the black actresses of today. And I was just like, they don't make black bombshells anymore. They don't make black bombshells anymore. What I'm talking about is like, like a black chick that can act, but she fine as fuck. You know, like she just like just fine in a motherfucker. And like there was a lot of them. There was a lot of them back in the day. It was just like you had Jada Pinkett, you had uh, Angela Bassett, you had Halle Berry was the biggest of them all. Uh, you had uh, I talked about Layla Rashawn a couple of episodes ago. You had Layla Rashawn. Uh, you had um, later, later Rashawn really couldn't act, but she was a fucking black bombshell. Um, you had um, uh, uh, Nia Long, you know, like Vivica Fox, you know, like you had I, the list goes on and on and on. So, not Lathan, Gabrielle Union was a black bombshell back in the day, you know, all these women are like. All these women are in like their 50s and 60s now. You know, like all these women are in their 50s and 60s now and nobody picked up that mantle. Nobody picked up that mantle. I mean, like who who's a black bombshell today? Zendaya? Is Zendaya a black bombshell? <laughs> you know. Is Tessa Thompson a black bombshell? Like they're beautiful girls. They're pretty girls, but like they they're not really, you know, like they're not bombshells, you know? Uh, what's that other girl? God damn it. Who's that other girl? That was another girl I was thinking about. And I can't, um, Naomi Harris. Naomi's ha- Naomi Harris is pretty. Not a black bombshell. You know, like, this, there are no black bombshell. Lupita Nyong'o, not a black bombshell, per se. You know, she's a really good fucking actress. Not a black bombshell. You know, like, like there's, I can name a lot of white bombshells, and they like fucking Margot Robbie. You like is 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 one is a black is a is a is a white bombshell. I said I'm about to say she was a black bombshell. <laughs> Margot Robbie is a black bombshell. No, she's not. Margot Robbie is a white bombshell. You know, like there's a bunch of white bombshells. Uh, like there's white girls that can act, but like they fucking uh, but like they like dudes like want them sexually you know <laughs> there's not a lot of that going on right now uh janelle monet is fine as fuck janelle monet fine as shit maybe she's a black bombshell i don't know but she started off as a singer you know like singers singers gotta be bombshells there's m- many black bombshell singers like beyonce uh megan the stallion cardi b janelle monet uh you know, there's plenty of there's plenty of female uh, bombshells in the music industry, like black bombshells in the music industry, like Rihanna. You know, like you you you, you could name them. Just, just 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 keep going, keep going. You know, but they, those keep going. But like acting black bombshells, uh, they don't have anymore. Another one, Lisa Nicole Carson was one back in the '90s. She was in everything. And she was the definition of a black bombshell. She had like big old titties. She had a big old ass. All her shit was like proportionate. Uh, 
uh, she was pretty, you know, like she had it all. And she was she was a decent actress. She was not a bad actress. Uh, uh, if you don't know, look at Ally McBeal. She was like Ally McBeal's best uh, uh, black best friend on Ally McBeal. <laughs> if you remember Ally McBeal, that's who Lisa Nicole Carson was. Carson was. She was in uh, Devil in a Blue Dress. She was in Eve's Bayou. Lynn Whitfield. Lynn Whitfield was another black bombshell. Dude, dudes wanted to love. Lynn Winfield down like motherfucker like she was another black bombshell like you like they, they ain't got no more Lynn Winfield no more you know like they ain't, there are no real black bombshells out there anymore and they're like there's a lot of pretty black girls a lot of pretty there's a lot of pretty black girls no black bombshells like I said you, in music you can name tons of them uh, Doja Cat is the one I left out too. I'm thinking about Doja Cat. Doja Cat's another. She's a, she's a black bombshell. Uh, in in music, uh, you know, but in movies, that 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 art is dead and gone to me in movies. Like there's 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 none of that. Uh, every other girl, every other chick is like a bombshell except for like there are none. There are, there are none, but. Uh, in 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 the, in the black community that I can think of, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, from that rant, uh, Dave Chappelle is in this movie. Dave Chappelle plays a hack, uh, deaf comedy jam comic. <laughs> He's a hack deaf deaf jam comic, which I got my thoughts on that because I studied that. I studied that scene. I studied the scene the first uh, time Dave Chappelle's on on screen. And then, like, the second time Dave Chappelle's on screen, I studied those two scenes because, like, I feel like that's a commentary. It's like a, a commentary. It's like Eddie Murphy's commentary on where black comedy went in the 90s, I think. I think that that's what that was. <laughs> because, like, uh, David Dave Chappelle's uh, character, I think his name is Reggie Warrington. Reggie Warrington is very clownish. He's very buffoonish. He has like one hack joke and then he starts just like roasting the crowd. That's what he does, which is kind of what comedy is now. It's like a, there's a lot of people in comedy doing crowd work instead of telling jokes. You know, crowd work's good, you know, but you got to have some jokes too. You have some fucking jokes. But like, yeah, like a lot of Def Jam comics did crowd work. That's what they did. It's all about the crowd work and. Eddie Murphy was never a crowd work guy. He had jokes. He told stories. He was like very, um, he was very linear with his, with his comedy. Like, cause like he's in the vein of like, he's in the vein of a, uh, Bill Cosby and a Richard Pryor and a Red Fox, you know, guys that like told jokes and like they told stories, you know, <laughs> like, like we're telling a fucking story here, but, uh, yeah, he was never a, he was never a crowd work comedian even like chris rock he's like a guy like chris rock he's a he's not a crowd work comedian he's he's cut from the cloth of like eddie murphy and guys like that like he's telling fucking stories and shit uh dave Chappelle telling fucking stories um even even kevin hart telling fucking stories you know like a crowd work guy is not crowd work guys really don't move up too much but yeah but like 
I think that was that was a commentary on that. And then it was Eddie Murphy's ego coming into play. <laughs> I think Eddie Murphy's ego just coming into play and just showing like he's like, I could come back at any goddamn time and rip this stage. That's what that was to me too. It was like it was commentary on black comedy where it was in the 90s, but it was also Eddie Murphy saying, dude, like I could come back at any goddamn time and rip this goddamn stage. Cause like the scene with him and uh, Dave Chappelle when like he just starts like roasting Dave Chappelle and shit. He's like, and he's just like, and he's just like going off. He's like in rare fucking form. You know, like this is this is like this is like a this was like a mini Eddie Murphy comedy special. It was like a mini Eddie Murphy comedy special to me. Cause I was like, dude, he's just showing you, like, dude, like, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. I'm the king. Do not fuck with me. <laughs> That's, that's what Eddie Murphy was saying. Do not fuck with me. I could come back on this stage anytime and tear your shit up. It was like I will embarrass you. I will. If I will fucking embarrass you on this stage. You don't want it with me. It's like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan just like he's like don't don't do it. You don't want it. I come back anytime and drop like forty on you. You don't, you don't want that. You don't want that smoke. You don't want that smoke. Uh, you know like. It like you will never lose uh what you what, what, your, your talent, you know? Like the like I said, the rock. Like the rock doesn't want to do movies anymore. The rock is like, like, I could come back anytime, hit motherfuckers with rock bottoms, you know. <laughs> you know, like I can get back in that wrestling ring and tangle with the best of them. You don't wanna fuck with me. But you know <laughs> it's like that, it's like that. You know, like you will never lose your talent. You will never lose your God-given talent and what you great at. And like that's what Eddie Murphy was doing there. It was like he was telling like, I will never lose this talent. This is in me. It's God given. It's like I'm the goat. You don't want to fuck with me. You know? I was like, that is mainly what that whole scene was about. But uh anyway, um, another person I want to talk about this movie in this movie was uh Larry Miller as Dean Richmond. Uh very underrated. Very underrated character. Didn't understand him as a kid. Understand him now because I laughed at a lot of his jokes. I found myself laughing at Larry, <laughs> laughing, laughing at Larry Miller's jokes a lot in this movie because like they're very just subtle and understated. You know, just very fucking subtle jokes. And I, I actually remember <laughs> speaking about Larry Miller. I remember my family thinking that Larry Miller was racist <laughs> just because of the way he treated Sherman Clump. It was like, oh man, he racist. I was like, what? I don't think he's being mean to him because he's black. I think he's being mean to him because he's fat. You know? <laughs> he doesn't like him because he's fat. You know, it's not, I don't think he, he doesn't like him. I don't think it's because he's because he's black. You know? But, but yeah, man. It was like, man, he's racist. I was like, what? Come on, bro. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if Larry Miller is a racist in real life, but I don't know if he is, but I didn't get that vibe from this. Uh, shout out to the uh, makeup and uh, special effects people also. They need a great shout out. Actually, this movie won an Academy Award for uh, makeup. So there you go, which is why I'm talking about this movie right now, because this is supposed to be uh, Oscar movies that I'm reviewing in. People are probably being like, Nutty Professor wasn't nominated for an Oscar. But I'm like, yes, it was. It won the Academy Award for makeup. So, 
gotcha there uh anyway uh yeah man makeup people special effects people i remember the special effects in this movie in 1996 blowing everybody's mind it was like yo man he could turn from fat to skinny and <laughs> look at that makeup job and it was like look at this is this is blowing my mind this is groundbreaking you know <laughs> now that shit look like fucking like uh playstation 2 graphics but <laughs> you know it looked like it looked like the first shrek movie it looked like the first toy story movie <laughs> now that's what it looks like it looks like when Pixar first started, but um, yeah. Shout out to them to the to the to the makeup department though, bro. Like they, they Oscar well deserved, man. Like I said, still have fun with this movie. It's, this movie is totally fun. I. It was like it's funny because I haven't seen this movie. I haven't watched this movie in years, and automatically I just knew all the goddamn jokes. I just knew everything that was gonna happen. I was like, oh damn. I was like, I remember everything from this movie. And I haven't watched this movie in like maybe like 20 years. You know, like I it's been a long time since I watched the Nutty Professor. But yeah, man, I was like I just got back into the groove of it and had fun with it. Fun is just a fun fucking movie. It's a fun movie. Uh but this is also uh Eddie Eddie Murphy's uh crossroads movie, you might say. This is like right before he started crossing over to uh kid-friendly films in like the 2000s you know because like the 2000s is just 2000s is just uh eddie murphy making money you know (laughs) i think because um uh the 80s is him being a goddamn superstar like you can't touch him in the 80s man he just has a fucking catalog of movies that cannot be touched in the 80s um but like in the 90s it was him trying to be kind of like out the box and be an auteur because he did a lot of different shit in the 90s you know because he did uh boomerang he did um he did this movie nutty professor he did vampire in brooklyn um he did the distinguished gentleman in the 90s he did um holy man he did bowfinger bowfinger's a good one i like bowfinger he did life in the 90s you know he's just doing he's just doing a lot of different shit in the 90s you know dr doolittle that was like his first i think dr doolittle is where he was like hey man maybe this kid shit could work for me you know <laughs> that's where he got like the first the first uh taste of kid money he's like hmm I'm gonna keep this on the back burner while I'm doing my like artistic credibility shit for for, for the rest of the decade, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it was like the '90s was like real. It was like it was real hit and miss for Eddie. He was like, cause like he was just he was just trying new shit in the '90s. I, that was the, the '90s was Eddie Murphy's experimental period. You know, he's like, I'm gonna try different shit. Let me do all this shit. He did do Beverly Hills Cop three here, but you know. Like, everybody needs money but uh <laughs> everybody needs money you know what i'm saying he did another 48 hours in the ni- in, in the 90s too like everybody like i said everybody needs money like but everything else it was like he was trying shit out he was just trying to be uh art- artistic you know and try other shit but like i said a lot of it hit some of it hit some of it didn't you know but he tried. Like I said, like the 2000s was just Eddie Murphy making money. He was like, let me make money off of these goddamn kids. You know? <laughs> let me do all these goddamn kid movies. You know? 
And now he's settled. Now he, he doesn't have to do that shit anymore. He just recently came back. Uh, he did Dolomite Is My Name. Great movie. He uh, Coming to America 2 is coming out. And we're going to see how that does next month. Um, we will see. Like I said, Eddie Murphy is still the goddamn goat. Like, like, like he, no one can hold the candle to Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy will still be the goat. I wish. I think this year was supposed to be the year he finally came back to stand up, but COVID happened. I'm really dating this episode with that. <laughs> you know, remember COVID? <laughs> remember COVID? I'm gonna put that, put that in there. <laughs> so like, when was this? When? When was this episode made? Was this made in 2022? Was this made in 2032? Who knows? But yeah, man, like hopefully, hopefully we get to see him on that stage one last time. I I really do want to see Eddie Murphy get back on stage. He, he said he's got the funny bone back. He said he's got the itch to, to pick up that microphone and get back on that stage again. I I really want to see it. I really want to see it. Because you think, because if you think about it, he only did two comedy specials. He did Delirious and he did Raw, and that's it. And like he did like a little stand up shit in the middle in the eighties. You know, like he was like on like uh, the Johnny Carson show and shit like that. We did like stand up shit there, but like he didn't really do a lot of stand up uh, specials. He ain't got specials like Chappelle and Chris Rock or even Richard Pryor. You know, like he doesn't have like stand up. Uh, uh specials like that you know like just like they just keep like popping them out just like just keep doing them he's uh, even like a kevin hart you know kevin hart even like even though he's like a movie star now he's like he just keeps he keeps popping out comedy specials he's like he never left comedy you know you know but like eddie eddie left comedy for a good while like he hasn't done stand-up in like mm, 32 years I want to say, like, Raw came out in, like, 88? Raw came out in 1988. That was his last comedy special. And, like, he hasn't done comedy since. He hasn't picked up that microphone and got on that stage since. So, hopefully, like, he showed a little, he showed a little glimpse in the Nutty Professor that he can still do the shit, though. Like, he was like, I'm still funny, goddammit. Don't fuck with me. Uh, you know, <laughs> he showed that he can still do it. But, like, he, like I said, he recently came back to Saturday Night Live. He's got the bug. He's got the itch for stand-up again. Maybe we will see it again. Maybe we will see it. But otherwise, otherwise, this movie's great, man. I, I got no qualms with this movie. This movie's still fucking funny. Five out of five for me. Uh, join me next week when I review Forrest Gump, everybody. It's the moment you've been waiting for, probably. I don't know. Till next time, peace, everybody. <laughs>